thinking about purchasing an investment property? Hi everyone, Edna Kimball, Edna Sells, Century 21 Wright Real Estate, and welcome to our podcast. Today we are going to talk about investment property. So real estate has produced many of the world's wealthiest people. So there's plenty of reasons why this is a sound investment. And I know, I know everyone is saying that the sky is falling and there's the bubble is going to burst, but listen up, experts agree that real estate is always a good investment. It's better to be well-versed before diving in with hundreds of thousands of dollars, so I do think you should do your own research. But here are the factors and challenges that you should consider before jumping in. So if you're thinking about purchasing your first rental property, number one, decide if you're really cut out to be a landlord. I can't tell you how many people have tried it and absolutely hated it. Being a landlord can be a good way to earn extra real estate income, but it's not easy and it's definitely not glamorous. In addition to choosing the right property, prepping the unit, finding reliable tenants, there's also always maintenance hassles and headaches. Do you know your way around a toolbox? Are you going to have to hire every single repair? Do you know how to unclog a toilet? Surely you could call somebody to do it for you, um, or you could hire a property manager, but that would eat into your profits. Now, property owners who have one or two homes often do their own repairs themselves to save money. And I do think it's a great way for you to learn some of the DIY projects so that you can save money. Now, paying down personal debt, savvy, savvy investors might carry debt as part of their portfolio investment strategy, but the average person should avoid this. So rather than always thinking about hiring who could do the work, you might want to take some local classes at your Lowe's or Tahlequah Lumber for us um, regarding some of these minor repairs so that you could save money on your rentals. Now, typically, once you have more than two or three rentals, then you do possibly want to have a good, reliable handyman that you can rely on and give a call when something serious goes wrong. The other thing that you should consider is maybe purchasing a home warranty because if a large ticket item such as a heat and air unit goes out, then the home warranty most likely will cover that and send a plumber or an electrician out to take care of those items. So it's a great way to go ahead and, and like prepay for any of those repairs. Now, as I said, um, collecting rent, uh, taking care of repairs, there's a lot of headaches that come with being a landlord. So you have to determine, are you the kind of person that can treat it as a business rather than getting involved in your tenant's personal finances and personal issues? One of the things, because I am also a landlord, I like to make sure that from the very beginning, I have the possible tenant or the potential tenant complete an application and I also like to ask them point blank, where is the money coming from for this rental? I also like to ask them where the money is coming from for them to pay for the rent. Now, this seems like a logical question, but you would be surprised at how many tenants will be super honest with you and tell you right up front that they are going to go get a job. Well, listen guys, if they don't have a job yet, 
then they probably should not be renting the home first. It's kind of putting the cart before the horse. So make sure that you don't fall for the tenant or the potential tenant's sad sob story, um, because if they start off with that story, it's never going to get better. I promise you. I've had more investors contact me after putting a tenant in to say, hey, this is what happened. And every single story started with, the tenant told me when I rented to them that there was a medical issue, there was a personal issue, there was a family issue. And then every single time, that was the reason why they weren't able to pay their, their monthly payment later. So um, if you are the bleeding heart type and you just wanna help people, then what I recommend you do is go ahead and go out to one of your local nonprofits and volunteer. Because at the end of the day, renting to someone who can't pay their rent, you're really not helping them. You're just getting them into a situation. And in the long run, you're going to hurt your own credit score, uh, your own financials, because now you're making their house payment for them. And in the end, it never works out well. Now, the second thing you need to think about, um, let's say that you do determine that you're the type of person that could be a landlord, is you need to look at the actual location. All rental properties are not created equal. You need to determine if the location that you're looking to purchase in is a good fit for rentals. And so you need to see if, first off, if it's allowed. There's very few areas where it's not allowed, but you still need to be aware of that. And then you need to see what is the average rental income that you can get per neighborhood. Because just because you've heard that your friend um, on the other side of town is getting $1,200 a month for a three bedroom, two bath, that does not mean that your neighborhood could bring $1,200 a month. Um, the other thing is you need to do the math to determine on whether or not the money that comes in will cover all of your cost. You will have a monthly payment, you will have your taxes and your insurance, and then it, depending on what utilities you've negotiated with the buyer or with the tenant to pay, you could have some additional expenses. Also, let's not forget those repairs. Um, if a big ticket item quits working, such as central heat and air, or you have a roof leak, that is an expense that you as the landlord do have to take care of. So you need to run the numbers and make sure that financially that it makes complete sense. Um, landscaping and pest control and maintenance expenses are three of the, the largest items that potential landlords forget to think about. That's right, even though there's someone living in your home, you could still be responsible for an overgrown tree limb that's threatening the roof. You could still be responsible for a mouse infestation. Um, there are certain things that as the landlord or the owner of the property, you're going to want to pay to keep up with. So make sure that you check those items out and come up with a game plan on what the actual fees are going to cost you. Now. As far as insurance, keep in mind that the standard homeowner's insurance policies may not cover losses incurred while the home is rented out. So contact your insurance agent to make sure that you're adequately insured. Factor in unexpected costs. It's not just the maintenance and upkeep costs that will eat into your rental income and potentially put you in the negative. There's always the potential for an emergency to crop up, just like we've discussed, roof damage from a tornado, 
um, a burst pipe in a really cold winter month. Um, and then plan to set aside 20 to 30% of your rental income for these types of costs so that you have a fund to pay those repairs and you have to do it in a timely manner because remember you have a tenant in there. So you may want to avoid a fixer upper. I know it can be tempting to look at a house that you can get a bargain for such as a flip to do a rental property. However, if this is your first property and you've already determined that you're not a DIYer, then this may be a bad idea. Unless you have a contractor who does quality work very inexpensively or you're super skilled at large scale home improvements, you likely would pay too much to renovate it. So instead, look for a home that's priced below the market value and only needs minor repairs. And when I mean minor, I mean really more um, lipstick on a pig kind of thing, paint, carpet, that situation. Now, operating expenses on your new property will be anywhere between 35% and 80% of your gross operating income. Not every property is going to cash flow. And I know that that's what every landlord's dream is, is to get five or 10 properties that cash flow. But realistically, depending on what market you are in, you may not cash flow. Remember, the long-term investment is you have someone living in the home, all of the expenses are being paid for, including the mortgage. Now, buying a low-cost home, the more expensive the home, the greater your ongoing expenses will be. And finally, we wanna talk about knowing your legal obligations. Rental owners need to be familiar with the landlord-tenant laws in their state and city. It's important to understand, for example, your tenant's rights and your obligation regarding security deposits, lease requirements, eviction rules, fair housing, and more in order to avoid the legal hassles of all of the above. The bottom line is be realistic in your expectations. As with any investment, rental property isn't going to produce a large monthly paycheck right away and picking the wrong property could be catastrophic um, and a, a massive expensive ex mistake. Still, rental properties can be a lucrative way to invest in real estate. So for your first rental property, consider working with an experienced partner or rent out, your, rent out one of your personal properties for a period to test your proclivity for being a landlord. Because I promise you guys, it's not for everyone. Quick story, when my husband and I first got into the rental business, I sent my husband to pick up the rent check. He actually came home with less money. And when I said, where's the rent check? He told me about the tenant's sad sob story and how he actually ended up loaning them $50. So in that case, we weren't quite ready to be landlords. However, when he realized that that money was coming out of our children's education and future, he quickly got on board and changed his mind and understood that although we do want to help our tenants and make sure that they're moving forward, at the end of the day, this is a business and it is an investment. So if you have any questions about purchasing investment properties, please reach out and give us a call. We would love to assist. Thanks everyone.